so what we gonna do? Wait, is we ready? Alright, so what we gonna do? You look good. Alright, so what we gonna do? Welcome, welcome back to another fantastic episode here on the Upper Level Podcast. It is your homie, I Can Now With Him, a.k.a. Mr. Awful Young himself. I'm in the place to be with my fellow fear MC and MCs. I got Katis. Hey, K-A-T to the I-I-S. She here. No, you're not, because you ain't got no volume love. What? You, you can't hear getting, me? I can't hear you for nada. Ooh, I, okay, let me repeat myself. I said K-A-T to the I-I-S in the building. Yeah, she I'm just here. messing with you. I just wanted oh to pick on God. you for a second. Ah, I can't stand you. <laughs> I cannot I love with being him. In control. That's the beauty of being in control. Shout out to Halo for giving me the blessing of being in control. Building. What's going on? <laughs> That's that's the man on behind the computer today. Yeah, yeah and every day, as usual, that man, Halo. We got another special corner right today. Am I right? Am yes, I right? We do have yes. a Halo's corner. We are definitely looking forward to we'll that. We'll get to session. that a little a little later in on. a little bit. Yeah. But we also have a special guest today. Dion Theory in the building. What hey. up, what up, what up, y'all? It's the host with the most, and I'm never going ghost. Mr. Dion Theory back at it again. What's <laughs> happening, everybody? Yeah, right. Woo, woo. It's pleasure to be in the, in the building. building. It's pleasure to be here too, man. Where can everybody find you at too, man? Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Instagram.com backslash Dion.theory, Facebook.com backslash Dion.theory, uh, Twitter.com backslash guess what? Dion underscore theory. So do <laughs> 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 a curveball. Got, got, got one in there. Yeah, so, got another uh, one in there. You know, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely glad to be here, Dope. man. Glad to be here, man. We're glad to have you here. We definitely appreciate you uh, taking out the time of your day to actually uh, attend this event with us today. Another fantastic episode of Upper Level Podcast. You guys can catch us definitely on Instagram at. UpperLevelPodcast.com Or no, excuse me At UpperLevelPodcast And you know what? You can actually email us at UpperLevelPodcast at gmail.com Again, that's UpperLevelPodcast at gmail.com You can email us your concerns If you want to If you have a topic you would love to hear on the show Or even want to love to check out some of the art Or purchase some of the art or even send us some background music. Background music. We man. need that, yo. Local artists, man. You got some local producers out there. If y'all checking us out, listening. Yo, shoot us some of your beats, your music. If you got it, we would love to play them on the show. We love to play them in the background. All that good stuff, man. Um, you so, never know. Yeah. You got some heat for us. We might even say, you know what? 
you you blessing us. Come on here. We got to get you on Yeah, exactly. We'll get you on the episode. Dope. You know? But, man, what is going on, world? What's going on in your day? Man, honestly, for us, me personally. Yeah, what you been up to, man? Man, recovering, dog. I threw out my back, and I am about a week and some day, a few days in, and I'm glad to finally be moving around because this ain't no joke. Ooh. I tell you. Back. Lower back. Lower back got two herniated discs Damn. in my lower back. So just the slightest, the slightest thing, like when they get when they get active and they get irritated, it's a wrap. Like I am out of commission. I'm out of commission. You gotta I'm put the butter, you. the butter and the, the eggs up high in the fridge, man. You can't put them too low. <laughs> you blow out your lower back. That's everything. You can't even you can't even turn. You know, dude. You can't turn. You can't get out the bed. I had to go to work wearing like freaking jogger pants all week. It was just something I can just like literally just. Wiggle on Cause you can't do it with jeans You yeah, know what I'm saying man, So I'm sitting terrible. there Doing the hula hoop Trying to get pants on In the morning Like hey I got it Man You know what that is The, the good side of that too Is though Since you're back out When you and your girl smash You can just have her Get on See, top How did I do know all the work. It was gonna go there How did I know <laughs> Cause you talking saying? to a man That woke up to breakfast In bed I'm just saying, man. Let me put this lip this up This weekend <laughs> Let me put this lip yeah. up higher put that Everybody got some Cutty at this table <laughs> 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 I didn't. I didn't know. Okay, so Dion, you got team abstinence. I'm on team abstinence right now. Team abstinence. Don't get her height. Don't get her height. That's right. That's right. Other activities do count. You cannot participate in other activities. My favorite, Dion. You was my favorite person today. You know how they say that intercourse creates soul ties? I'm keeping all this soul for me. Come on now. Let's go. It's mine. It's all mine. Oh, I've been there before. Shit. I've been there before. Until yeah. I get some beefcake that's worthy. No, I'm just yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, you get that beefcake. Your ass going to be little Debbie yeah. giving up all the snacks. Watch. <laughs> 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 oh, my oh, life. Watch. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, sometimes. Hey, man. bump that. No, I'm with you. I don't, I, I'm good with the soul ties. Mm-hmm. I'm straight. I ain't broke right now. I'm good. <laughs> right. Tell exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What you been on, Kat? Man, nothing. This money. Yeah, dude, yeah. they got another medical study coming up that's possibly gonna pay a girl thirty two thousand to do what? To be in the facility, they doing like some major HIV like study or whatever, and they looking for healthy individuals, man, anywhere nah, from two you, to four you, months. You didn't see that? Yeah. Yeah. Now don't let you. It's Tuskegee, a guarantee. Don't Tuskegee. You ever see that TV hey. show called The Passage? Yeah. Your ass is gonna become no. a fucking viral. You gonna become a fucking mutant. We looking for healthy individuals to be unhealthy. You gonna be fucking transforming into Beyonce, then you gonna have motherfucking guns looking like a whole Hogan and shit. First of all, if I transform into Beyonce, bless me. Bless you. When your that. legs turn into Hulk Hogan after that, you're going to be talking about Sasha Fierce. That's what the fuck you're going to be going about. I'll take Beyonce and Sasha But you know Fierce. what, though? I'll say this. I'll say this about that whole thing because at least they're paying people now. Mm-hmm. You want to know how Johns Hopkins University became Johns Hopkins University and Study Center? School it. Not paying nobody. No, not paying people. What's it wasn't even what? that. Who's it was kidnapping that? black women from through slavery, yo, and, and performing experiments uh, on them, yo. Yeah. How do you think the gynecology yeah. trade came? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where it came from, slaves. Dog, why you gotta like blow my heart? Now I gotta get my shit boosted back up. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Damn, I was, I was not of, ready for that. B. A lot of medical. Studies, I was not ready for that. That's how. That's, that's how, how the the, the scientific world, the, the medical 
the medical world in the United States, that's how, that's who they experimented on. Slave. Yeah. Well, black people. Yo, we're going to have, we gonna have, we gonna have to have another, another topic did. about slavery. So, yeah, slavery. we can get on to that. Yeah, yeah. They took, they we get yo, on that. Real talk, they took that, like, they that literally took though. history out of, like, it's all a black the woman actually wrote a program. So, it's like, yeah. we need to touch on something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, like, talk, like, solid facts. Because, yo, people yeah. need to be aware. I mean, there's adults out here that still joke about slavery and don't even know yeah. the, the true signs. But they wrote a book. It's a book. It's a woman that wrote a book about it. Shout out to other podcasts I listen to, Tackless Know It Alls. They actually did an episode on it but it's a book um, they wrote about how all of that stuff went down you know what I mean how these colleges and universities and all the experiments that you know they was doing on women and people of color at that time and that's how they Mm -hmm. that's how they advanced their skills so at least they paying you for it now you know what I mean it's a little more safe you know what I'm saying they ain't just kidnapping motherfuckers off the street shit you know what I mean they still are but yeah Yeah, I need three I need three (laughs) of those negro slaves right there you know what I'm saying like so so truly have we been gold mines from the day day period of we built this country dog like I said Blood, oh, yeah. sweat, and tears. Definitely. The blood, most definitely. Agreed. So, ADOS. Sure. Yeah, yeah. ADOS. Right. Man. So, I don't know. I've been on, man. I've been chilling, man. I ain't doing that much. Mm-hmm. much. Uh, yeah, started back up to go in there, pop cake, and most definitely, man, got to do that. So, um, man, shout out to you, cake. Got damn time, got right? That's all. Like, shout out, evil to ass. Yeah, right. y'all bouncy right now. <laughs> Shit, poor hey, like, man, I'm about to come up on a new ass toy. Hey. Oh, yeah. Dad, come on, dad, come on, dad. Where's she? Let's go, let's, go, let's go get a new toy. All my life, I say he happy as a mother. I was like, you must have got some cutty this week. Yeah, he about to go work on that garden. You about to be like, look, you, you the tomatoes are getting moved mind. today. You lost my book. You lucky His tomatoes going to be way bigger than what they was last year. Right, right. I'm over here ready for this cucumber. I'm looking at it like, I hate you, motherfucker. Yeah. He gonna do the watermelons this year. <laughs> <laughs> I know what these remind me of. I'm not. I'm team abstinence, but not willingly all the goddamn time. That's what's you know, messed hey, up. Hey, you gonna have, this is against your will. Halo gonna have a couple of Audrey twos back there. Well, look, look, we could bring you through a visit at 7:20, and um, you know, you can you can probably leave there with a something interesting for the night. Most definitely. Most. So what's the topics? What's the topics yeah. for the show man. today, man? What we got? What we got for yeah. topics today, man? And um, Honestly, before I get to Halo's corner, man, before we get to Halo's topics, corner, day is we're actually going to touch on some serious topics that I think uh, the inner city community um, and a lot of it across the country has truly been ignored, and that is mental health and personality disorder awareness. Yeah. Now, granted, none of us on here are licensed therapists, psychologists, right. or anything right. like that. It's just the fact that. We, if not us personally, um, we have somebody in our lives that we have experienced that are actually going through it or silently going through it and are yep, actually yep. at least showing signs and symptoms. So we at least want to talk on this so we can at least heighten awareness so your curiosity can fuel your investigation on finding out information Try to understand it more. and right. understand it more. So hopefully you do receive that. Any jokes that do happen, it's all just funny games. It's all just to lighten the situation. However, we are definitely taking this topic very serious. So again, we do take this topic very serious. Please do not take offense to any jokes that we may say. However, because Halo One ain't PC, man. Halo right One now. is nah. beyond PG. He's not even MA on this I'm one. Not PC either, nigga. I'm Speaking not of which, correct most times, so. <laughs> nigga. You just not. You just not realizing that shit. You just not realizing that. Halo, man. Tell me though, yeah. we got. 
politic as usual with Halo's Corner today. What are we talking about, though, in your neck of the woods? In my neck of the woods, man, since, you know, we, we sat down, we talked about um, this topic. And um, like I said, I was telling y'all, and we discussed this topic. Like, I don't have a lot of experience in this area. You know what I mean? And so that's for um, Take note, people. Yeah. When we brought up this topic, we brought this topic up not only, not like just last week or last yeah, couple of days. Ago, we, we did this about five to six weeks ago. Yeah. So we can, like, in a sense be prepared but really be to get a little bit halo more so prepared for this particular topic yeah like so i you know so i said you know i'll let y'all guys kind of handle you know the 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 brunt of the conversation because y'all three kind of you know have more experience with this than me but since we're doing a show on mental health i did want to do halo's corner and bring it a little towards that as well uh, because this kind of touches on some of the topics um, that we have for this episode. And since record keeping has begun, the U.S. deaths from alcohol, drugs, and suicide has hit its highest level. Mm-hmm. Highest level. And the messed up part about that is, is they just started keeping records in 1999. Mm. Mm. Right. So before that, like, who knows, yo, cats coming home from the Vietnam War and stuff like that. Or, you know, like they didn't keep track of none of that stuff, suicides and things like that. Um, So and right now, like I said, since 1999 to 2017, it has hit its highest level. Right. The national rate for deaths from alcohol rose like four percent. Right. Um Deaths from suicide rose almost a whole 2% per 100,000 people. Mm. Um, Then we get to how people, I think we were talking about this before we recorded, Dion, about how people, like, say, Hey man, I gotta go talk to my therapist. Motherfucker, be like man, what the fuck wrong with you? You about to right. put you niggas suicidal right. or something? Nigga, what's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, what the fuck wrong, nigga? Hit therapist. this blunt, nigga. Right, you know what I'm saying? Take this shot. Take this shot. Yeah, you wanna go get a motherfucking bottle, right, nigga? Right. right. So like yeah. the the stigma behind mental health. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And and having and, and recognizing that you have a problem. Yeah. Right. And you might need to talk to somebody yeah. about it. Right. And I think for me, I think that's what plays. Uh, the biggest part in the the increase in this is because it's become more and more stigmatized. Yeah, it is. You know right. what I'm saying? Definitely. Especially yeah, with social media. It's very oh, unfortunate, yeah. too. It's very it's unfortunate. Very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. And especially with social media, because people have begun to tie their identities to social media. Yep. Right. Then, and social know, media should not, it's so, social media should not be your safe place. It should not be your Correct. safe Correct. place. should not be your safe place. And that is your enemy. It cannot yeah. be your yeah. safe place at all. So, with this, um, my whole thing is how do we get to a point where it's not so stigmatized and um, what kind of policies do y'all think that you could put in place with people to be able to recognize these things and for people to get help for this shit you know what I'm saying because one other main topic of this too is mental health especially within the black community is how cops kill black men and women who are mentally unstable they might just yeah. be having an episode yeah. right and like down at, at red arrow park yeah yeah with uh Dontre hamilton Dontre hamilton same yeah. thing right. he was out there just sleeping homeless right at the time right. and the girl in the coffee shop called the cops on him and next thing you know this nigga dead yeah. like right. what the fuck that's crazy. Yeah. come to find out he was having you know a little mental problem <laughs> a little bit and stuff right. like that and right but 
cops don't recognize it, don't want to recognize it. So that's like even double the, the thing. So now you're even more scared. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. now you think the cops going to kill you. It's that double-edged sword. You know, yeah. like society has this perception of, you know, black black people um, and black men specifically as this, you know, snarling, monstrous beast. Yeah. You right. Know? And, you know, you see a, you see a young black uh, a teenager, he's not looked at as a child. He's looked at as a grown-ass, snarling right. man. Right. You Absolutely. know, you see a young black girl, she's not looked at as a, as a child. She's looked at as a, you know, a, a grown-ass woman who knows exactly what's about, you know. So right. it's a whole, yeah. it, the stigma that's, that's placed on us as a society, that makes mental health extra tough. Right. That shit even saying? causes mental yeah, health problems. Absolutely. Oh, and I, you know, I said this before, <laughs> you know? man. I said, yeah. you know, you got to think about it, man. You know, most of us are from the hood, all right? Yeah. Most of us grew up in the hood. 53206, shout yep. out. You know, yep. I got to shout out the block. Yep, yep. Right. But, um, Chief of 532206 specifically from the hood in 53206 uh, you know because that has such a, a, a high incarceration rate but a lot of us are running around we PTSD right right we done been shot at stabbed shot at shooting right. at people involved in robberies right. involved right. in experiences that people who are out in the, the suburbs and you know people who are out in, in a dominant society they Truly don't even have an experience right they don't even have to think they see about it on TV it. and movies I was part right. of the chapter 220 program okay mm. so every day I woke yep. up at 5 o'clock in the morning had to get ready, hopped on a bus, and traveled 45 minutes to the suburbs to go to school. I did that from mm-hmm. kindergarten to the time I graduated high school. And I can tell you the lifestyles were completely different. Completely oh, different. Yeah, completely absolutely. different. And so, it's a culture shock oh, almost. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling you. And, and so the, the number one question, you know, the number one question that I got was, if I go to your neighborhood, will I get shot? Oh, my yeah. God. Because you know that's what, what they, yeah. They, they don't even, they can't, the their medium. minds can't even comprehend or wrap their heads around what we have to go through. And so yep. we walking around PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and it's it's real. Yeah. It's that really real. real. You seeing your, I mean, they, they don't have to bury their friends and their comrades and their associates and people they grew up with. They don't have to bury them they at 15, 16, 17, 18. You know right. what I'm saying? Tw- before they 25. They don't have to do that. But most of us have done that. Right. Yep. And so that's th- crazy. That, that, that trauma it stays hmm. with you. And like I said, it causes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, because that that PTSD always, I can't never do the acronym right. <laughs> I can't PTSD. say it real fast. PTSD. Yeah, I can't really say it that fast. But that you actually touched on a really good point that because most people just surround that acronym around like military, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And they don't yeah. realize that it started, you know, the hood is a good yeah. example. PTSD of can occur with any type of situation right. that has a right. major traumatic, traumatic yeah. a major traumatic trauma event. Trauma ain't just in the war, yeah. right? Trauma Absolutely. ain't just in the military. So yeah, what you so, do? Like, we had war. Like, you know what I mean? So in relation, so in relation, the hood is war. In relation to Dion, like what you were saying. For example, white people have the, or I shouldn't say like that. Just people the in Caucasian, right? People, outside, people outside, from people, people outside, outside of Milwaukee have the tendency to say like, "Am I when I come mm-hmm. to Milwaukee, will I get shot?" Y'all know the scene in uh, what is that? Minister Society where uh, he's running down the, the running down the alley. 
Um, and he, then he gets shot in the yeah, back yeah, with a shotgun. Back. Yeah, so oh, boys, boys in the hood. hood. Boys in the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. even though I'm, yeah. even though I lived in Chicago, yeah, Ricky's that Ricky scene. <laughs> yeah. Even though I lived in Chicago, the thing is, I moved so much that I really didn't get stashed into a certain vision of what a suburb is, what a hood neighborhood is, or what a hood is. You know what I'm saying? I constantly was moving, so I had the fear of Milwaukee just because of the alleyway. Like, dude, if I go in the alley. Way, right. I'm gonna get popped, yeah. you know what I'm Let saying? Say, I get, off yeah. of something else, yeah. right. and just of my own experiences of what I have experienced growing up in life. Like, yeah. dude, I, that's the last thing I want to see is getting yeah. shot. Because I haven't seen, <laughs> excuse me, when I came to Milwaukee to visit, I'll never forget when I was actually visiting some family, and I was in a neighborhood, and we were walking out into like I forget what neighborhood it was, but it was one of those neighborhoods that we have like, like over there on um, 96 and Brown Deer. Way over there in those the meadows. Apartments. The meadows. Yeah. Yeah. So you know yeah. how like they yeah, have the, the parking lot, the parking wow. lot area, yeah. right? Yeah. So check it out. We getting out, we walking out from a family function just visiting, and I remember a major gang fight breaking out right there in front of us. And I mean talking about around me type shit while we getting yeah. walked to the car and all I hear is, I'm finna go get my pistol. Right. I'm finna get my yep. pistol. Right. Dude, for years. That haunted yep. me. So anytime right. I saw somebody bigger than me when I was growing up running, I'm out. all I yeah, think is, yet. I'm going to go get yeah. my pistol. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. That shit causes you. That shit affects you. And it causes it you to, you know, shit. Because I'll give you a quick story. In the hood on 13, mm-hmm. I remember you was still way a shorty, man. <laughs> we in the alley, mm-hmm. you know, nigga shooting dice, you know what I mean? Right right behind your mom's new crib. Uh-huh. Um, you know, all the cats from the hood, I ain't gonna name no names. Name no names, yeah, but you know, but, you know. <laughs> so, you just get in the alley throwing dice and shit, right? And shit turned out to be, niggas get mad because they ain't lost their money. Right. Mm-hmm. We out there, we we still kids too, you know what I mean? Because we was playing, you know, crate on the motherfucking yeah. light pole and shit. We right. out there hooping. Right. And um, next thing you know, shots get to firing. I swear that day I know exactly what a bullet sound like going past my ear. See, see, wow. yeah. Bingo. I, know, I know what that sounds like. When yeah. I first moved to Milwaukee, you know I mean? officially yeah. was hooping on Thirteenth and Cat. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah. You know, and this was wrong. You know, cats just shoot yeah. dice. We in the alley just playing and shit. Right. You know what I mean? And that's, so I know what that sounds like now. And I know why you think I don't shoot dice. Right. And see, never that's, shot, that's, never that's shot dice. I don't care if it's in the casino, in the alley, no, I ain't, ain't happening. Me neither. But that was just one thing from that, just that one yeah. reason. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah. that's trauma. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so when we looking right. at it, we have, we have, you know, in our culture, man, there is so much trauma that it has been disguised as culture now. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Trauma is not culture. Right. No. Trauma is fucking trauma. Oh, and it's, it needs to be right. dealt with accordingly. Normal. You know right. what I'm saying? But we, but because we have so much of it, there's such an abundance of it, mm-hmm. we normalize this behavior. You know what I'm saying? We normalize yeah. we normal we normalize the response to it. Well that, yeah. and I think to add on to what too. you're saying though, Dion, in terms of saying we have now turned trauma into culture. If you truly think about it, we actually have turned trauma into an outlet in which we actually develop an addiction. And once we confront the trauma, for example, Halo said, yo, I'm scared to go ahead and throw dice. I ain't throwing no dice. Period, no, right? No, no, yeah. man, There's no plenty of mugs that are actually going through that situation right where they're actually scared to throw dice. But that first time they throw that dice and they hit that lucky seven. Yeah. I don't even want to know Boom. Like they overcame their fear yeah. Yeah. Now they realize That they have nothing to fear Because yeah. they don't worry About getting shot yeah. Yeah. Now they just go ahead And you do throw it. them dice yeah. But I also think bones. The media too Has like the news Oh for sure You know sure. what I'm saying Definitely has a big part To do with why It's 
you know, as you said, like a normalized thing with us, even with, you know, other cultures in the suburbs who think that they're going to go to the hood and like get shot immediately. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's publicized so easily. Like at my job, I had like most of my, you know, yeah, Yeah. most of my student workers, you know, they are from like Germantown and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like Eau Claire and all that kind of stuff like that. So all they see is what's on the news. Mm-hmm. So they think the minute they get to like once they cross, 16th and Locust, they like, oh, oh snap. We once they cross the city limits, once <laughs> they see that sign, yeah. we, we are now in Milwaukee. We done crossed. Are we, oh, we going to get <laughs> shot? Yeah. You know, so like immediately, like, no, nah, I don't work like that. Yeah, you, know, it's <laughs> you can get shot at the server. Right, right. right. You can get shot going to the mall and <laughs> by, your, by, your local, by your neighborhood police. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. But you got to think too, right. though, with. Right. Don't like have they, no cell phone in your hand. The mental, the mental aspect part of it is, and how to be tra- how we've been traumatized is how they actually think about it. We don't even think about it no more. Yeah, right. And that's, that's true. That's the scary part. That's we don't even think very, about it. No more. We just true. look at it because we're so numb to it. When you yeah. know when the when the behavior and the trauma yeah. becomes culture. Yeah. Now think about it no more. You, you it's it's dangerous like that. Yeah. That's completely yeah. dangerous because now our babies is being affected. Because yep. that is true. Because if you hear like gunshots and you in the hood, you like, oh, like oh, them just ah, gunshots. Yeah. And you just be like, all right, whatever. Like on Fourth of July, you like, oh, we know we're gonna be shooting. Oh, okay, they shooting. All right, my girl told me she was getting her hair done south side. Chicago the shop in the hood she said they all in there and I think some white girls was in there getting their hair done too and cats out in the front get to shooting at each other straight shootout mm-hmm. she said everybody in the shop jumped on the floor laid down you know kids everybody right yeah. the white girl she get down on the ground blah 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 shooting over with everybody get back up motherfucker just started doing hair again yeah. she right. said the white girl was like you guys just gonna go right to just back doing hair again? Yeah. And she was like, uh, kind of, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what, pretty much how that go down over here. Like, bad over here. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this they is ready to go. Regular. Yeah. This is regular. Yeah. She was like, regular. yeah, this is kind of how that go down. You know, my, my ex- so it's like we've got norm. It's to us, like you said, we've normalized it. Right. I won't even say normalize it because we are. If normalize it means you don't care and it's just cool. I think it's just being more. Um, you internalize you know, it. You internalize it. You desensitize it. That would probably be a right. better word for it. But the thing is, you develop that. You develop that. Because that shit ain't normal. You develop that lack of sensitivity at a young age, too, though. You develop that in high school because when you're with the homies, man, they got the shooting last night. Word. Damn, bro, that's fucked up. And then y'all go about y'all day like, you heard okay. that locks, man? That locks out was dope. Bro. Man, you know yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Low keto. You heard about 12 cats got shot over there on 10th and Locust. Yeah, dog, that was fucked up. So, man, what niggas having? Tomorrow chicken legs? Hey, yeah, hey, on what, yeah. though? On what, though? Are we, go, are we going? You, you got, got five on the dope? Chicken. I got, got five on the chicken legs, fam. Let's do it. <laughs> yo. And it's like, no, yo. No, but that's yeah. real, though. That's real. Yo, that desens- that just being desensitized, just desensitized to it, man. To it, man. It's real Social up. media as well then played a really so, big part a of that. Big part of that. So what? Being what that being that we actually uh uh world, we actually we actually touched on a lot of these topics. Today a lot of our topics are actually on what we have been discussing, which is great because we gave you a little in a sense a, little, a gist of um of some of the key areas we're gonna be pointing out, which is for example, music and drugs, how it portrays self-medication and and alienation or just the like I were speaking on before, how the culture and our trauma has now yeah. became our culture in a sense and how we embrace it and right. how we 
overcome certain situations, such as the next topic, family and stress and genetics, or family stress and genetics, mm. which is uh, really tied into drug use and family traits, history of drug abuse and mental disorders, and having that awareness of your your bloodline and what genetic disorders yeah. you guys actually have. It might have. be susceptible to yeah. Um Next area of topic of discussion would be what we talked about earlier, what is portrayed on social media. Social media and our friends are truly friends. Uh, uh. How, How many, many of us, us had them? Eggs, friends. friends. Uh, uh. The ones, ones we, we can, can depend, depend on. on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Basically, the lack of inclusion. Halo, you said it best one time, and Nas said it before. We quote him exactly. Con- inclusion. It's a hell of a drug. Exactly. hell of a drug. So, the lack of inclusion, signs and symptoms of those uh, going through um, this type of symptom or signs or uh, stage of disorder or depression, mm-hmm. those who are not aware and how they are shunned upon. And then last but not least, lack of resources. Yeah, that's a really big part. Insurance knowledge and knowledge on knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. So going back to it, trauma and how it has, in a sense, became the culture. And we're not speaking of Migos, because honestly, when speaking from my experience and being an MC, you can very easily slip into that state of mind. Yes, and believing, and believing that. Truly, you need uh, weed or drugs to actually be more creative in a sense when that's not actually truly the case. But honestly, how does music truly affect the listener? Well, I think music has like evolved, first of all, especially if you're talking about hip hop. Like there was a a time where, you know, you had hip hop artists that was rapping about getting away from the drugs or they were talking about what was going on in the hood with the drugs and, you know, you know what I mean? Like just how And them cats know, were smoking weed and doing drugs, yeah, but they weren't rapping about that's what it. I'm they saying. weren't talking about it. Now you got the right. new generation who is actually glorifying doing yeah, Molly's yeah. and weed yeah. and K2 and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like so I think there's just that dynamic of what once used to be, you know, kind of like a constructive <laughs> I kinda look at it like this. Yeah. I'm in country, I kinda look at it like this like now. When you be out out in the streets and cats just be smelling like weed, smoking weed yeah. anywhere. You remember back in the day, oh, dog? You didn't want so nobody to smoke yeah. weed. You didn't want nobody to know you were smoking weed. Upon. You didn't I want your it. mama to smell yeah. how you smell like weed. You didn't right. want to walk in the mall smelling yep. like weed. You didn't yeah. want to be. But now, I oh, object. Man. And I'd be irritated I by it. I want you to know. <laughs> like, you know what? I always, yeah. Yeah. I always a- wanted you to know. I do not. I was like straight up a light-skinned roster. Back, like, I, back let, back I wanted you to know. Like and that's so, what I'm going to have. A yeah, bottle yeah. of Febreze for your ass. The OZM. <laughs> spray the OZM. We used to have all kind of shit. So what would you say? You, yeah. No, nah, but I... No, nah, you... No, it was cool. I was just basically yeah. saying, you know, what I'm saying that there's just a different dynamic, you know, in music now where now they glorify doing drugs, whereas yeah. so then who's the most then affected? Who's the, the who's younger the most generation? Affected? Who's the now? most affected by 
Like my that, kids, you know what I'm saying? The teenagers, the kids that are younger that are going to be my shit. Yeah, you know they what I mean? Like for real. That's are a good word. Are they millennials yeah. or what, what, what generation what is that? Is. I don't know. Yeah. Um, what the heck are we? Are, well, I, well, I'm a zennial. We are millennial. What I'm are a we? Zen, I'm, I'm like, we are I'm, millennials, I'm right? zennial. Okay, so like a zennial is like that uh, forgotten ass generation between Generation <laughs> X and the yeah, millennials. The so what happened to y'all? So it's like between like, it's literally like between like 80 and 85. Bingo. Like 79 and 85 where you consider a zennial. Because you remember the time where you could have like an actual fucking computer and like you remember dial up See, and AOL that's and shit. We were talking yeah. about that in another yeah. episode. That's right, man. That's right, man. I'm 86. You, 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 I'm 81. We still technologically yeah, yeah, yeah. savvy. You know what I'm okay. saying? We still get an iPhone, smartphone, and we were there in the beginning. We set the smack yeah. down at the beginning. That's right. Yeah. So we that's like right. Because we yeah. had kind of like the best of both worlds. So we was kind of right. Like, I always thought yeah. I was excluded. Man, that's a major issue to my PS, my PTSD. Like I used to be like, dog, I'm never gonna fit in because I came in an era where like. I mean, still was like, dude, fuck computers. But now I'm in the air like, yeah. fuck you. I was around when AOL dial-up. Dial-up, yeah. Like, who, who, who pick up the phone? Y'all kick me off the internet. God, me, I'm my mama right. pressing code, I, putting codes in the computers. I trying to talking to my online dog. girlfriend. And y'all hey. kick me off the goddamn internet. Hey, dog, playing Coke still- Music Studios. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Waz. Hey, I was still me. around when you was playing the music to do you record your voice message. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Voicemail first came on, so everybody got rid of the answer machines and shit. Voicemail first came. It was like, yo, we don't need the answer machine. It's voicemail hey, now. But, Press star like, but that's where we at. So who is truly affected yeah. by this? I, I think it's more of the um, the, millennial the younger then. generation. Definitely. But, you know, but, but speaking about being from a certain time, you know, we are, I'm from a certain time where you could hear it in the music, the difference. And like yeah. I was saying, like you had artists back in the day that was hustling, that was selling dope and, you know, smoking weed and they was doing all that. But they was MCs and they was rhyming. But you didn't hear about that. Right. There's a lot of cats that was doing stuff like that, man. That's in the game that you wouldn't even know. Right. I don't know if y'all Black remember. Star, like Black Star. I, okay. I was I'll put man. like this. I put like this. I know y'all know the story of Chi Ali. Chi Ali? Yeah. No, no, he was. He was, was no, not familiar. everybody knows. No, everybody familiar? knows. So give us, go ahead. Yeah. Give us a little. So, give us a little synopsis. Short story. Chi Ali was, um, man, rapper. Long time ago, nineties. He was, you know, way back in the day. Yeah, the name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was a young cat, man. But um, long story short, you know, he was down with like De La Soul. Yeah. All them cats, like he was from that cloth. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what happened was. You can watch the interview, man. I think he did an interview with Vlad, and he told the story. Okay. But he ended up, long story short, he ends up, he was out there actually in the streets hustling, selling dope and doing all that. Ends up killing his baby mama's brother mm-hmm. on the run, all kind of shit. You know what I mean? I don't know if you ever remember. It's a De La Soul song. He was like, uh, I think it was positive. He was like, hold your head, Chi Ali, you know, blah, blah, blah. He actually said it in the song. Wow. Um So, but that's kind of what happened. But he was an MC rhyming. You wouldn't know, he, you didn't know he did any of that if you listen to his music right if you wouldn't even knew that was his lifestyle you know yeah. what i mean next you know he on the run because he done murdered somebody and blah 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 yeah. you know what i mean yeah. so just check out the video man but on you know what he tell the story. Too, at but the, the same mu- time yeah. i was gonna say like not to interrupt you i'm sorry yeah, but great. um you actually i think i kind of understand where you kind of get into like even 
even if that was a certain lifestyle, I think in the music too, a lot of it was more discreet then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it I'm was saying. a lot of hidden yeah. lyrics. You and know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like kids, you could be listening. To, it, it was even like with R&B music, like you could listen to something and they'd be singing about yeah. making love or whatever. Yeah. And the kids wouldn't know it. Yeah, but you did. You, you do. Yeah, yeah, you knew it. Yeah. So, but you know, yeah. it was artists at the time too that was talking about all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the artists weren't. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. So it's yeah. right. it kind of flip to now where the majority of rap artists and even R&B stuff sing cats singing man talk, yeah. man you know so it's it done, fl- it done flipped completely opposite so now the majority of popular rap is within the drug culture right. you know what I mean and, and if you look at it, a lot of them they are the, the kids that were that came up in the crack era you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of them came up in the '90s, late '90s. You know, a lot of I mean, a lot of them, I mean, a lot of them are crack babies. Crack, a lot of them are crack babies. You know what I'm a lot of cats, Ooh. man. Listen, a lot of cats that's rhyming. I mean, that be on that crazy ass shit. A lot of these cats, man, have <laughs> mental problems. But I it's need, not. I ain't saying, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, no, I, mental problems from like, yeah, like we were just talking about growing up in the hood, the, yeah. PTSD, the PTSD that you gain yeah. and that that you not gain, but that happens to you from growing up in mm-hmm. bad right. places and bad neighborhoods. And it never so then it reflects in the music. And, and it never we just recorded this episode right. yesterday. We yeah. were just talking about this yeah. right. as far as in music and how, you know what I'm saying, does rap music act, uh, accurately portray black culture? Right. And I said it do in some forms and fashions because right. a lot of black culture is drug-related a right. lot of black culture is, you know, self-medicated. You True. know what I'm saying? Cats, like you said, cats don't even know that they might be going through PTSD. Yeah. You don't right. even know. Right. Even, even I mean, right. I mean, according to the studies, adolescent listeners are most likely to abuse drugs after hearing song lyrics relating to chemical dependence. Mm. For example, teenagers who listen to music about marijuana mm. are at greater risk of marijuana use. Mm. A recent study of ninth graders confirmed the theory, especially the impressionability of younger listeners. However, the attempts to connect alcohol use to music were not conclusive. This is a shout out to addictioncenter.com on his information. But But I I just think it's the the music, man. Like the music tells the story. Of yeah, where of of us as a people, yeah. so the the music, the you know why the music that's out that talks about drugs and all that shit is so popular because it resonates with so many people. I mean, but if you think about it, you know Eric, I mean? who use drugs are those who those who use drugs are those who are susceptible to low moods. And honestly, coming up in the hood and being that oh, I have yeah. experienced the silver spoon as well as what I always call the tarnished spoon, mm-hmm. yo, real talk. You are more in a certain lower mood state of mind, so you're going to be more susceptible to the information that you're hearing. And if the information you're hearing is the only source of somebody that you can look up to outside yeah, of your parents, that yeah. might not be. They might not be. And I'm not saying it's not to disrespect anybody by right. no means. It's just unfortunate you don't have that role model in your life that you can look up to. So you look up to the nearest person, which is the next rapper, T.I., Lil your Wayne. Music, right. You see what they do, and they they speaking on shit that you went through. You think, man, you know what? I can smoke this weed, and it's going to help me get over the situation I am. Yeah, I could go steal this little bit of pint right. of weed, drunk uh, uh, liquor, and I'm going to go ahead and enjoy that and get over my little situation. Yeah. Matter of fact, just... I'm going to make better decisions, even un- intoxicated yeah right but let me but just to add to what you're saying too like i totally agree with that but at the same time when you especially when you're dealing with the middle school generation like man the thing about that is that see i'm a very involved parent 
I listen to what my kids is because I want to know mm-hmm. what the hell they talking about. You know what I mean? Right. And the lyrics. But there comes a time too in kids' life where their peers and the lyrics and music matters more than what, what you what say. Yeah, they peers gonna be yep. more influential than Absolutely. you are. Absolutely. Yep. So because you can't be in their ear. While they riding on the bus, yeah, you ain't in their headphones, and really they seeing their school most of the time because yeah. you at work or whatever, you know, yeah. working your job or whatever. Like your words, I think eventually as they get older, it'll resonate it kinda, yeah, for different. you know in the yeah. forefront. But initially, especially in that era of age. I don't care what you trying to teach them. Like they just not hearing. My daughter, you. <laughs> yo, my daughter, yo, was um, listening. She used to listen to a lot of ignorant shit. She probably still do now, but I know she used to listen. There was a transition. We're talking about man. She listened to Keith and all the other crazy this, shit. That. But she do listen to a Lauren Hill, and she do. Right, and now right. like, and so now I know that shit didn't really affect her. You know what I mean? Yeah. She a college student, full time job, got her own crib. Sure. Like she doing her thing. But so yo, the way really it affects affect, the younger generation. But it was because I was around, and I I made sure that. She got a nice she, balance. A nice balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I taught her. Because it doesn't her leave. It was, yeah. yeah. It doesn't leave them. As long like, as you keep talking. And that just goes talking, to what you were saying, like a good yeah. role model in a home and somebody right. to, you know, kind of, you know what I'm saying, kind of guide them in their journey within, this, within music and to let them know, like, you don't have to do that. Like, right. I was raised. And I'm going to be a bigger voice in your ear than any, yeah. any, any fucking body too. else. Because yeah. I used to make my daughter turn that shit off. Turn that shit off. Heck in my yeah, house. I do too. Oh, they yeah. playing that shit in my house. So, like, oh, like yeah. when I was that growing up, my, I grew yeah, up, I grew up, like, my father, when he, like, I grew up with my father. Granted, like, it wasn't, it was only up to the point of 15. Being around my father, I got to see somebody that got up, put on a suit and tie every day for work. Regardless, yeah. even I found out when I older, when he was out of work, he was getting up in a suit and tie and Just going to make, sure to make you work. Saw that shit. Right. 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 So I developed that same type of mentality, you know what I'm saying? Getting out and working for my own. But right. then there's a lot of kids out here now that don't have the opportunity of actually seeing that. So then they run into the situation of actually emulating what they actually see now, which is really not doing anything. And I being a teacher. At one point in time, as a paraprofessional, I ran into the situation in which I was able to actually connect on many students and realize they truly develop a lot of their knowledge from the music that they're listening to. Yes, they do. And they yes. validated saying that, yes. yo, Trippy Red said this yep. in the Man. song. So yeah. I got the opportunity of saying that, yo, I could truly go ahead and act like this. I can say, yeah. I can personally tell you, I mean, I grew my hair because of Bone Thugs and fucking Harmony. Bone, I grew my bone, hair because bone, of them, right? Bone, you know what I'm saying? Bone, yeah, it was, it was I, I, you know, the, the influence that they have because you're looking and you on the TV screen, what you're seeing is, you know, the people that look like you are athletes and rappers. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That that definitely has a large influence. Right. And so even from a mental health aspect, you know, your your survival instincts and your, your defense mechanisms, um, they literally start looking for someone that can relate to you. Yes. So if you go through right, something right. like PTSD, which a lot of us have, I'm going to say most of us is gone yeah. through some form of PTSD right. or suffer right. from PTSD. You know what I'm saying? Because of our environment. So when you're looking for, when your defense mechanisms kick, kick in, you're looking for someone to relate to. Right. right. You're looking for someone to relate to who can say, that you can share that story with and say, this person's like right. me, this person's gone through something similar, and this person has ended up okay, so maybe this person I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And right. so, you know, they're, they're looking at those people, and you see the trippy reds, and you see the Kodak yeah. blacks, and you see these dudes, and yet they saying, yo, man, I'm from the hood just like you. Right. And but you ain't seeing the most deaths. You, you ain't seeing the common sense. You ain't seeing the Talib Qualis. You're not seeing the Lupe fiascos. It is. You're not seeing them cash no more, man. And you know what? They actually frowned upon and shunned Shout upon and looked at as upon, uh, looked upon as weak 
for yeah. actually having a strong mindset and yeah. saying like, yo, I'm not going to resort to these means of um, selling poison to my cult, my culture or my community right. to come up. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and inspire and influence and do um, nonprofit benefits, you know what I'm saying, and events yeah. like that to actually create a positive outcome. Honestly, shout out to Lupe, man. I'm, yeah, you the main cat. I yeah. shout out. I, I shout out to man, Lupe. I wouldn't be the person I am without the music that I listen to. That's very true. Like, to be perfectly like, honest, yo, like the music that I listen to in the Speaking past, the path that I went on. LNWA leader, the light, leader of the light skinned <laughs> niggas with attitude. <laughs> Literally, like, speaking. Halo the great. Life. Halo won the great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, music but is life. A many, many of this. So we do speak on the fact. We do speak on the fact that, and we we all agree that music. When it comes to music and drugs, like music truly portrays the element of self medication and alienation oh, yeah. of oh, yeah, being definitely. to yourself, indulging yeah. the low mood yeah. instead of actually embracing the opportunity of overcoming and persevering, which leads to the factor of like we were speaking on not having that role model so that's that comes down to the element of family stress and genetics honestly i have to break it down like that saying that all right when it comes to family and stress drug use and family trace is there a history of drug abuse and mental disorder awareness honestly at this table right now are you guys truly aware of possible mental health disorders or even health issues in your life like for where i'm aware of i'm possibly yeah susceptible to which it has been finally diagnosed and i speak on it to bring some type of authenticity authenticity you know saying to this conversation i finally was able to convince my doctor and get diagnosed for bipolar one you know what i'm saying so i'm actually glad because before when I went to go seek treatment for my disorder, you yeah. know, yeah. he only focused on the the low side. Right. Which yeah. when I took medication, it pushed me all the way dark to the low side. Like okay. honestly, you know, when they say this will make you susceptible to uh, uh suicide right. or something. Yeah. It's cause the medication is not meant for your situation. Yeah. It might you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that right. that makes sense to me now why they say that type of stuff. So when you get to that point, that's why you want to seek treatment. Yeah. So basically I told him, I was like, I figured it out. I have a hyper side because I'm really always bouncing off the wall with energy bingo so i got finally diagnosed for the hypermanic depression because now they understand when i hit my lows they were freaking low as hell i did that i already you get what i'm saying my former spouse um i used to deal with i I lived with it every day you know what i'm saying and so you know I, i definitely you know First off, man, I commend you for even, you know what I'm saying, just, just bring, being able to man, bring that on air, man. Man, Most and, man really appreciate that. So bring, tell it's your story upper podcast, because it's, yo. We it's, tell, it's, it's, real. Real. it's real. It's you know, so and, real, you know, and coming from somebody who I lived with someone and dealt with that every day, you know what I'm saying? As a caretaker, as a lover, as a spouse, as a father, right. you know what I'm saying? That that knowing that burden was heavy for me, I couldn't imagine how heavy it was for her. You right. feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So as I commend person, you on yeah. that, man. But um, you know, just coming from even a, a, a different aspect, you know, I I I've, I have anxiety. You know what I'm saying? I, I've been diagnosed with anxiety. You know what I'm saying? I've been and diagnosed that's with anxiety. The damn with. And anxiety yeah, is a, a fool. One. Anxiety is a fool for real because you know you don't know when it'll hit. 
Yeah. You, know, you, you know might walk through the door or somewhere and be and like, just oh, be shit. Like, Boom. Oh, shit. My heart finna bust on my chest. Oh, shit. I yeah. feel like I'm finna pass out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and right. every, everybody has a level of anxiety. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Every single person has anxiety. Oh, yeah. You have anxiety oh, yeah. waiting on waiting to go to the fucking doctor. Like I said, when I was, I'm like, shit, I'm going to the doctor. But the worst anxiety right. attack I ever had and when I got diagnosed with anxiety um, was that I was going through a lot of stress, going through a lot of pressure. You know what I'm saying? And... Um, I ended up losing feeling on the left side of my body. Whoa. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm having a stroke. I'm about to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, this is it. I'm 28 years old, about to die from a stroke. I didn't think my story was going to end like this. You know, so I go to the doctor. They give me an MRI scan. They give me a CAT scan. They check my heartbeat. They do the EPK readings and all that other shit. And I'm like, yo, fuck is wrong with me, man? They like, listen, physically, you're fine. Everything's fine with you physically. Yeah. Tell me what's going on in your personal life. Mm. Mm-hmm. So is it more mental? It's and mental. it's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. The only reason why the I ask that because body, it man. seems like, and I'm not saying women don't have it, but it seems like that anxiety because that is something that's dominant in my family. And and for me, I personally haven't experienced a mental disorder uh, as far as like within myself. But as far as like my family members is concerned, like the anxiety is a really big one. And so being on a person that's on the outside looking in, when you haven't felt that or you don't understand like what it is they're going through, it seems like it's really dominant, especially with, you know, men. With men, yeah. And it's, you it's, know what I mean? Yeah, I've, I've seen that, you know, and I, I when, before like I used to have anxiety attacks and I just sweat super bad and just be in this pool of sweat like, oh shit. Yeah. This is crazy, you know what I'm saying? But it's, right. it's, it's ultimately just, it's your brain and your mind saying, this situation is freaking me the fuck out. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or saying, something that happened is freaking me out. Yeah. And so I have to physically, you know, the doctor basically explained it like this. You know, even though physically you're fine, mentally you're fine. You are, you're not completely wigged out, but something has got to give. And so what was happening was because I wasn't I wasn't having super bad panic episodes or anxiety attacks. Yeah. My body was just saying, you know what, fuck that. Left side shut down because we can't deal with this shit right now. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? And so yeah. it's it's different levels of anxiety. The same way with bipolar, you know, it's different levels right, of that. You right. know what I'm saying? Bingo. You know, it's different levels of it. And people tend to, you know, especially in unfortunately in the black community, mm-hmm. you know, people look at it and it's like we discussed earlier. It's like, you know, when you go and you actually go to therapy, I went to the behavioral therapist, you know? Because yeah. the anxiety attacks were starting to leave. I was because I had rage rage spells and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It can lead to all types of different things. So I go to behavioral health and um they like, you know, talk, I'm, I'm talking and they're telling me to breathe and they're telling me different little coping mechanisms and different, you know, things that I can do when I'm ha- feeling like I'm having anxiety. And he gave me the meds and he was like, yo, I really don't think you need medication. Just I don't think you change, need it. Different change of, you know, way of looking at stuff, just different habits, way of looking at it. things but like that. Yeah. This is what he told me. And this is how I, this is how you know how powerful the mind is. He said, I'm going to give you the medication just so you can feel empowered. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to need to take it, yeah. But just having it, yeah, makes you feel empowered, and that's going to help with that anxiety. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Wow. He might as well have gave me a placebo. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, I was going to say yeah, but yeah. that's what it is. It's the it's feeling empowered, mind over matter. You yep. know what I'm saying? You got to know you the, can do it. You got to know you can do it. And wow. That was just in Boom, my situation. Man, so I ran like into even... I ran into the situation of where basically, like, that's I cool. had the anxiety attack. 
I had an anxiety attack in which I used to work at Time Warner Cable in the retention department during the time period in which they were actually about to close and all that. So Ooh. it was, we were actually yeah. working. It was Ooh. to the point of working an hour and a half of overtime every day. I was working a call center when I first got diagnosed with anxiety. Dog. That shit will get you. Man. So it Man. got to the point where, no lie, I just got done hosting Big Caption. Shout out to Big Caption, one of our local artists in Milwaukee. I was hosting his show, was sitting in the car outside the house. I parked it. No lie. I had nothing to drink that night but one beer. Four hours, five hours before my anxiety attack. I thought about the fact that I had to go to work the next day. And that and that right That's there triggered. No bullshit. I started having convulsions. Yeah. That in right the car. Yeah. My little sister found me. Like sh- shaking and all that uncontrollably couldn't do nothing. She literally had to like slap me in the face to wake me out of my panic mode. Pull me out of the car, like literally just so I could start getting fresh air. That's how bad anxiety situation is. I don't know yet because I have I have a cousin that deals with it. I have a guy friend who deals with it. Um, And again, and it's almost you kind of saying helpless. Because I'm such a helper, so it's like you don't know when they go, yeah, it's like when you they don't go on anxiety. Do, like, they, so to, for <laughs> anybody listening, and when you yeah. know somebody that's suffering from anxiety and they're going through an episode, no bullshit. No matter how managed, how toughish you are, if you would just simply grab that person, yeah, and console them yeah. and just talk to them, tell them that gonna be you right. will literally. Yeah. Help them come over the situation. What can you do? You and then know, by with, them with knowing that. that they can trust you in that situation, yeah. you just help reduce their anxiety episodes around you tremendously because they yeah. know that you understand and they trust you. So they it's that empowerment again. Empowerment, yeah. Yeah. Boom. So again, console them, let them know that you're there with them through that episode. By you doing that, next time y'all link up or kick it. And them knowing that you just went through that episode and y'all got a mutual understanding, they're going to respect you even more. And then you're going to help them reduce their anxiety episodes as well. So is that like just safe to say that like if is it better for when someone is having that episode to be around people? You know what I mean? That they that can, might trigger it. You never it's, know. It's, it's, it's and that's that's yeah. a double edged sword because that people being might in, trigger it. Being in a crowd, a bunch of people. Bunch yeah. of people well, that'll yeah, trigger I'm anybody. saying only people they can trigger. But yeah. having having somebody yeah, there. But you know, yeah. like in my situation, you know, like most of the time, you know, it wasn't. Anxiety wouldn't hit me when I was by myself. You know what I'm saying? It yeah, wasn't. Yeah. You know, I wasn't just chilling and just like oh, but. Chilling by yourself and then thinking about something like having to go into a going have, thinking about a stressful environment, yeah. yeah, that could get you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And so it's just so many different variables. It's so many different uh, situations that you could it's run into. It's a lot of trigger points, man. That, that trick, yeah. yeah. So and that's another thing too, man. Like even with that's you know the saying. black community is like we that, that we talk about a lot of the word, and really pop culture right now it talks about the word trigger. I was just trigger. trying to say, well, yeah, trigger. the trigger. trigger. Yeah. Trigger. It's a trigger. Are you triggered? You're tr- and they joke right. about it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But if somebody's getting triggered, <laughs> if, if something is a trigger for someone, that means that trigger is associated with some it's form of trauma. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just going to say, maybe that's helpful to find out what those triggers are, though. They you just got, you mean? just got it's, to, if yeah. you are listening and you are suffering from that goes back bipolar to the stigma, or yeah. anything, it's, bipolar it's anxiety, you need to be open and honest about yeah. the triggers to allow people Correct. to be of assistance or allow people to be, prevent measures. Because there's people like myself that will understand and honestly will go out of the way. And there's been times where honestly I knew people that came in the club that I knew has a certain trigger about somebody being there. So I at yeah. least gave them the heads up and told yeah. them if you have an episode, 
come grab me, mm-hmm. I'll coach you through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's it very happened. true. Because if somebody that doesn't have it, they don't understand how to deal with it. Like it can be stressful on a person too that you know is trying to be helpful and yeah. you know what I mean. Because yeah, yeah. it's like I don't know what you know what I mean to do. Like and just coming back to the like bipolar thing. Like so even with that, only because again I'm trying to understand these types of things myself oh, no, okay. as we're speaking mm, on this episode. Right. Like so with like the bipolar and the hypertension, is that kind of like. A, a different level of anxiety where you just have like high and low points. You know so what I'm bipolar, saying? basically, for my situation, honestly, it's the situation of knowing that I dealt with a lot of stressful events in my lifetime that basically led to PTSD. But it's an mm-hmm. element of that I subconsciously would dwell on it, dwell on it, and being that I'm subconsciously dwelling on it, mm-hmm. it's always twenty four seven lowering so my analytical. So yes, I'll Pretty be much. overthinking over it's stuff even when I'm not trying to. Mm-hmm. So there could be situations where literally, like I was like, the best way to put it, long story short, I was working three to seven times as hard just to, to be acceptive uh, of, of a or subjective to a good mood mm-hmm. instead of being able to be able just to enjoy, yeah, enjoy it. the moment. Yeah. So enjoy I'm literally it, yeah. trying my best to yeah. sit there and say, all right, you're not going to let nothing bother you. You're not going to let this. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to let yeah, that. Yeah. You're going to stay focused. You got this. One you're man. Psych yourself one out. One man. Yeah. One brain. Yeah. Right. One arm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got yeah. this shit. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And you sitting there the whole entire time to do that to when you finally in a good mood. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm in a good mood. I'm on my good mood. You drop your phone. Damn, yeah. that ruined know. everything. Yeah. That takes you back Looks to like the ground. Cards you dropped, though. That's <laughs> good. We good. We yeah. good. You know, what I'm saying I'm still in a good mood. You see what I'm saying? You, know what I'm saying? you see what I'm saying? I looked down like, right. ah, you got me. Right. I was trying to play it off. <laughs> ah, I'm good. We good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So what happens is you end up actually staying in that low mood mm-hmm. for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. When normally you're except you're expected to be hyperactive, being that you're hyperactive, you're constantly thinking. That means you're constantly dwelling on the low issue instead of getting higher. Gotcha. Which goes back to the placebo effect huh. of the empowerment. empowerment. Honestly, the medication that I was given, truly the first time I was given it, I remember having to leave work and was calling like, "The hell you give me!" Like literally cussing my doctor yeah, out yeah, yeah. like. This shit got me like suicidal. Like I cannot stop thinking about it. Oh, yeah. I cannot stop thinking about it. I'm going crazy, dude. Yeah. And he was like, "Just get off the medication." Yeah. So yeah, dude, yeah. stop taking. It. All right, yeah. we need to go get yeah. you help. Go 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 start seeing people. I start going to group therapy. Mm-hmm. No bullshit. Columbia St. Mary's kicked me out of the group therapy sessions. Like, <laughs> no, you can't do this. What? You need one-on-one sessions. Mm-hmm. I go to one-on-one sessions. The one-on-one sessions are 45 minutes, right? Because they spend that last 15 minutes prepping for the next person. Right. It's 45 minutes. You spend 20 minutes prepping. Hey, can we go over this about your billing information? Then the last 25 minutes is like, okay, we're going to talk about your situation. But let's recap for the first 10 minutes. Then you spend the last 15 minutes talking about what you just went through the last month or week. Yeah. Right. Where is the real oh, benefit, the benefit of that? Yeah. So I'm doing this three times a week. I'm only truly getting a 45-minute session after spending $80 with the therapist. You right. know what I'm saying? You're only getting 25 minutes after right. all. Right. No, I'm really good. getting yeah. 15 minutes of being able to talk, and then you getting two minutes of being able to actually get some fuck. And that's the thing. It's like, where's the fucking advice? Yeah. Right. Where, I'm looking for you to help me. <laughs> me. Nigga, help me. me. 
I need. I'm here because I need help against Nigga. every against every <laughs> sense of self sustaining, right. self will, self governing. I am here. Oh, it's the insurance. Yeah. It's the insurance <laughs> you see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Shout now. out to the frugal people that really <laughs> be frustrated <laughs> with it. Dog. So like, you know, what I'm saying it got to the point where I shut down and I tell them like straight up, I'm gonna figure this shit on my own. Yeah. But when I went back this time and was able to get the new medication, I was wondering if it was a placebo effect. Right. It might have been. No lie, no bull. I popped it in the first day. That shit had me. <laughs> I'm done. Robot. You a whole robot. That passed out, right? No lie. Passed out for 16 hours. Went to sleep for 16 hours. Woke yeah. up the next day like, what the hell happened? That's crazy. Started taking half a pill, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And no lie, I was able to, like, my mood has completely stabled me. Like, when I was in my low, it was complete rage. I didn't care yeah. what you talk about. You're right. like, yo, it was five dollars and twenty five cents. You only gave me five dollars. Fuck you, mean I gave. Oh, you know, See, I gave yeah. you yeah. quarter whole ass, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say, bro? Like, 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 like. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. Like, it was bad. But now it's like cool, cool. Yeah, cool. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Here, keep the change. You know, you what know saying? type thing. Like talking about that medication. Yeah. What a lot of and I, uh, you know. Uh, the medication and, and its effects as far as even our culture, man. I want a lot. Everybody listening, please, 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 please hear what I'm saying. Y'all taking them fucking Percocets and y'all taking them fucking Xanax. Yep. And y'all taking that shit. And those are mind altering substances. Those yeah. are medications that are are that literally either create a dependence or will change or, or mm. will literally change your, your brain chemistry. Right. Yeah. It changes your brain chemistry. Right. It's cats out here they, they they popping like Adderalls and shit like that. Like that's like they call and it a college drug. And you don't even, and you don't even need it. I'll be honest, Adderall is has been done, has been labeled literally legal cocaine. It is like, a schedule. You, you don't want to get it's a addicted to that. Two, it's a schedule it's two substance. It is just as addictive as yeah. cocaine. It is yeah. just as addictive. It's 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 a amphetamine. It's Man. an amphetamine. So you basically taking legal crystal fucking meth. Pretty much. Adderall. And if you don't need it, Adderall do would it. Adderall would literally speaking oh. from experience. I had to take twenty milligrams of Adderall XR. That's extended release. Extended release. Now see, extended I release. I was taking twenty milligrams where you normally find out people only taking two, what five, maybe ten. I was taking twenty milligrams a day. Wow. My Wired. rage Wired. talking about blackout. Oh yeah, yeah. Rage, mode, blackout. Rage, yeah. rage and rage. And it'll be that for hours. Be. No, Man. hours. <laughs> imagine now. Imagine you on the extended release. Now I've I've spoken to a That's medical crazy. professional who has said that for an adult, there is no way whatsoever that an adult should be on any type of instant release. Yeah. Mm. High dosage instant release like, right Adderall. You, right he said on the you. only people that need a high dosage instant release are little children with cognitive disorders, like, like real, real, like, real, real like, life disorders. That's what I'm saying like you don't even need it. You out here doing this shit. And, right. and, no and so that's what people crazy. don't understand is with a drug like Adderall, that completely destroy that destroys your brain's ability to create its own dopamine. Okay, right. dopamine is the chemical that makes you feel good. Feel good. That makes you feel you know you, you, yeah, I mean, I'm on a party. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling focused. I'm feeling motivated. Right. And so when you take drugs like Adderall. It is a mind-altering substance, and it is literally hmm. destroying your brain's ability to create the neurosensors. It destroys your brain's ability to create its own dopamine. So a drug like Adderall can give you symptoms of bipolar disorder. Yeah, wow, and withdrawal. And these are all. You take, you know stop saying? taking. And these are all seriously. Legal these drugs. are all all seriously factors of legal, family genetics. Yeah. Like wow. literally, do we yes. fail to realize these yeah. all triple back? 
to family genetics. Yeah. Like, I would say like that yeah. is crazy. I can't think of too wow. many, um, too much stuff in my family. Not that I know of, man. As far as mental disorders, nothing I can think of. Um, or substance abuse. Oh, substance abuse. Yeah, I mean. Right. Man, oh yeah, everybody. Yeah. I mean, I think, that's it. Like I, I said, we all the kind of got desensitized to that, so right. I can just yeah. be like, yeah, I, yeah, I've, that's like that's kind of normal shit at this point. Yeah. Um, but I will take it back to the bipolar um, part of it because I dated a girl that was bipolar, yo. And did you find it difficult, or did you find <laughs> it as an amazing experience, as in a learning experience? Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Probably both. That's why I want to. That's why I want to ask him this question. Mm-hmm. She was. I thought I was gonna be with her, you know. But then one day is, I fucking hate you and all that Bingo, yup. And I'm like, hold on, man. So when I, long story short, when I finally, you know, figure, I'm like, I ain't fucking with you no more. Whatever. Yeah. She pop up at the crib, right? She want to explain herself. That's what she tell me. She bipolar. I said, okay, I get it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? We all got our shit. I right. am not like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I got my shit, too. You know what I mean? I'll go through my own shit, too. But. <laughs> right. So I said, you got any medication you're supposed to be taking for this? You know what I mean? Like, what's going oh, on? Mood stabilizer. That Something. shit is Dang. expensive, But I'm just saying. No, 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 I'm not even going to. Because she had a good-ass job. And she could. No, trust me. She could have paid for it. She was good. But I said, you know, you just got the medicine you're supposed to be taking. She's like, yeah, but I don't take them. I said, look, I like you. Really digging you. You know. If we figure it out, like if you need to be taking that shit, I said. But if not, I can't fuck with you, man. Like I can't have no reckless, you know. Yeah. If you yeah. just got some, and right. you just reckless with it. Right. Nah, I'm good, B. We're not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's, so, it's, that's a, that's that's sus because you know, like I said, haven't haven't been involved. Because I, I like came that. in, I yeah. was like, look, if let's take care of it. you. Know you're supposed to be doing something with this. Like, right. let yeah, me know. I'm here for I, you. Yeah, let's let's, let's ride together. Such on a that. good yeah. dude. Again, yeah. communication is key yeah. to any she, form but it was of mental disorder. She yeah. didn't want right. to follow through with it because it, it made her feel some type of way. I'm sure it did. It made her feel some type of way, and it's like a lot of times it is because like when when like. When the, the doctor telling me I don't need medication was one of the most relieving things that I've ever heard. Like yeah. he was like, "Dude, you really don't need this." Yeah. But just having it's gonna make you feel. Anybody else in your family though kind of been through else, that though, like uh, anxiety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like I, got, I got a close family member. You know, what I'm saying that that's going through it now. Where you know, yeah. I, I look in the medicine cabinet and it's yo, it's prescriptions for every fucking thing. You yeah. know, what I'm saying that it's, it's, it's prescriptions for. So that means a lot of your family then. You know um, what I mean? That shit run through. The, you know, like we were saying with the genetics part. Right. But then also too, a lot, through your a lot of that shit was you know the with the trauma of my father passing away. Yep. Man, you know the neighborhood. Uh, the neighborhood you grew up in. Yeah. 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 So, you, know, you go down yeah. that rabbit yeah. hole, man. Yeah. Right, so, right, you know, right, right. No, that's real. I know yeah, uh, I have an auntie, man, that's, uh, that's she kind of, uh, she got early kind of stage dementia. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My mom's my mom's twin sister. So I look at it like, like, yeah, that's like, another like major, my moms and shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I worry yeah. about that as well because that that turns into more of a mental dis. You know, uh, as that's well. very. The day you start forget about me, nigga, I'm gonna cuss you the fuck out, <laughs> man. <laughs> no, that's very true because my grandmother you know suffers I mean? from I'm that. Leave a major I swear, image. I be forgetting stuff. I be like, God, I'm gonna go out with yep. dementia. <laughs> yep. And so now you get anxiety about it though, because <laughs> I have sometimes had anxiety about it. Like I don't forget, I some yeah. shit have just like blank my mind. Man. And I be like, and then I start thinking about that. Like, 
like, yep. I had a senior fuck. moment. Yeah, yeah <laughs> straight senior moment at 40. Because the way my mind works, I know it's going to be dementia or Alzheimer's. Or <laughs> yeah, I, swear. I just know it. I swear. Like, oh, yeah, I know nah, that. Man. Just I'm, about to be that I'm about to be that old, young ass, that man. old, young dude. Like, but can you still just wear imagine, like, fresh ass kicks and all that? No, I can't. Losing your mind. That's what dementia is. Did. Like you losing your mind. Though. You know I've, been, I've like, been living. I've been living crazy. permanently lost for since day one, you man. I learned. I learned you know early dementia. So you got it. Oh. You got it back. But let me when just you get say that shit is gone. Yeah, but uh, let me just say gone. the craziest people make Nigga, the greatest artists. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? That's true. No, for real, the craziest people make the greatest artists. Exactly. They make the they make the greatest artists. When you look I, back as I at touch that, my painting, <laughs> when you look back at when you look back at that, yeah. um, yo, you you have Seriously. the Picassos, the Beethovens, yes. the Mozarts, the, the some of the greatest minds, yes. some of the most greatest inspiring minds of I'm all saying. time have suffered through yes. depression and have suffered through yes. bipolar disorder, and they, they didn't even they, they didn't can, even have yes. diagnosis for that back then. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they but can they put it on it. a canvas, Man. but they they, was, they were able to channel that energy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And put it into something yeah. that was just just world changing. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. crazy. It's just on Not the canvas. Like, yeah. Because even art, like for real, like artists, you know, like even for you, Fair, like my son, he's an artist. So he draws, you know, and things like that. And I just always thought that was just amazing, you yeah. know, for you to be able to just take something that you see in your mind and actually put it there. and put it on a can right. like that is a gift beyond like that yeah. transfer I mean, the transfer imagery yo right. i can't draw a stick thing because <laughs> my stick be like eh, what's crazy I, stick can, singing. I can paint but i can't draw yeah, that's, that's yeah. crazy. That's, yeah, I can I paint a house. I can, yeah, I can no, paint I can, some I can, walls. I can, actually, I can paint. You go to sip and paint. You go to sip and paint. I can do sip and paint. I can paint some walls in <laughs> a picture if you tell me how to do it. But no, I'm singing is where I, my gift is at. I, but I commend artists, man. That just it's so phenomenal. So let me touch on this base though, with social media and friends in relation to mental health and personality disorders. Truthfully. Do you believe that the lack of inclusion is one hell of a drug that actually fuels the gateway to actually d- dive into marijuana, MS, was it MSD and whatever the case is, the psychedelic, psychedelic drugs and Percocets and all that? Hmm. Do you truly believe that social media actually fuels mm-hmm. those actions, those uh, tendencies to actually, um, how should I put it, fuel those particular activities me personally i say it just gives you access to actually finding out where is it at more yeah yeah, yeah. Agreed. and then being that you actually have the opportunity to find out how to make it how to grow it Agreed. <laughs> yeah. and then, like pull up Okay, first of all, let's exclude marijuana. I don't even want to put marijuana in that category. No, <laughs> marijuana is, but marijuana is, is a, a great, plant. Marijuana is a... I love it. it. Yes, it's a, it make you, like I said, we've talked about this before. You're going to get the munchies, and you're going to eat up all the snacks. 
But you, marijuana is not to me when it becomes an actual drug. Drug to me, in my opinion, is when it becomes man-made. When you adding yeah additives yeah, and K two, like to me, ibuprofen is a drug. Like that's a man-made drug, yeah. drug that can jack you up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like marijuana ain't did nothing to nobody. You have never heard <laughs> any well, stories in the right form because you know you you <laughs> see now because I will I will, I will, I will that new that. shit. It's that new shit. Okay. You heard that CB. Cannabis, uh, fucking yeah, smoking too much disorder. Hey, like that. That. Yeah, like like yeah. my guy had read, that. He was I in the hospital. Other, I read about the other day. He's in the hospital. My guy yeah. was literally just in the hospital for that. But that's for what? Man it's made called, though. Okay, it's, it's like cannabis. You. It's cannabis. I got it right here. I got it. Right. Artificial right. or something like it, that. Basically, nah. it comes from either smoking too much or uh-huh. eating too many edibles over. It's called cannabinoid. Hyper hypernosis, cannabinoid hyper hyper. Okay. It's called cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome. So syndrome. explain okay. that. What um, is that? Actually? I read about. Let me let me read here real quick because I read I about the other day in an article. Plant. Yeah, but but the, but where it is, where it's from is, um, people who are. I guess what serial weed smokers, yo, yeah. like just all yeah. day, every day. Yeah. But then it's also the way weed is being cultivated now, now. with the legal industry is okay. more potent. With all that extra sensitive, you can talk to any old school and let them hit one of these bags of lies. They don't even want got, that shit. And they like this not the same stuff they we were smoking. That shit. <laughs> Your face. What is this? <laughs> this ain't the same thing we used to smoke. What did you What did you just give me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So here, so here, what it is? It's acute. It's Loud called two point oh. Yeah, they don't want no parts of it. Let me get one. Hit yeah, they don't want that shit. So it's that what it is? It acute hypermedic phase is characterized by vomiting, nausea, okay. severe gastrointestinal discomfort. Mm-hmm. And compulsive bathing, although it may be preceded by <laughs> look, look, a period of milder symptoms like morning nausea, consistent urges to vomit, and abdominal pain. Dog, compulsive. No wonder this thing smells so good. <laughs> I'm thinking, dog, just like taking shout baths. Out, shout y'all. out to my dog. I ain't gonna say his name because I don't want to embarrass him out here. But my damn nigga, that that disorder made you want to bathe all the damn time. Take five showers a day. When you smoke too damn much. Well, you smoke too that much? Yes. Let me tell you how that's such a positive. <laughs> but was, this is something that just kind of recently been discovered in the past few yeah. years. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's, you can't, that's you can check man. it out. Check it out. But Yo, see, that's what I'm saying. For all y'all, point, smoke, for all y'all uh, 420 smokers out there, check it out. If you do roll up with high hemp, you don't want to consecutively and compulsively do it with high hemp wraps. Oh, Why? Because okay, it has here. a CBD in it. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're enhancing your high with the THC that's already in the weed. And if you consistently do it, now I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. It will lead to the point of your heartbeat actually becoming abnormal. I experienced it myself. Like palpitations. Like it will be like literally. It will be instead of being a boom, boom, boom. It will be a boom, 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 boom. boom. Your heart got a like, a, and it, you, nice you, you start feeling it, or it'll be, or it'll be a boom, <laughs> boom, yeah. boom. Them, them heart palpitations, you start heart feeling your like you'll feel like a major yeah, hit yeah. in your yeah. chest, and it'll make you jump yeah. like whoa. whoa. See, and that's what we, we got to be careful with that because it's been industrialized now, so now it's yeah. legal in the dispensaries, and now people be like, yo, you know, I'm just, I just rather mess with my regular weed, man. But it's like, yo, he's getting it from the same place now. But see, that's all I'm saying. In its yeah. purest <laughs> form, I, it, again, case in point, additives when you. Add but a lot, but no, listen. But before this. you say that, before you say that, a lot okay. of the studies, the reason why these. 
people are finding this stuff out now is because it's becoming legal in states mm-hmm. and you can do studies now. But they're not saying specifically that is because of the newer strains of drugs. It's okay. just long term use of it. Yeah. Of it mm-hmm. at a high rate. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So for it no could reason. Be, for, it could be just your regular smugglers, some Reggie yeah. Noble out there on the street. But if you smoking that shit four, five, six, seven, eight, nine blunts a day and you doing that shit for years on end. Too much of anything is too bad. Too much of anything yeah. is bad for you. So here this is one thing I wanted to say about that. Um mm-hmm. so TA TAC molecules actually bind to things in the digest, digestive tract. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that changes the whole composure of your digestive tract. Mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of that stuff comes from as well. You know what I mean? And people don't understand that. But that comes from long-term use over time. But people just not finding out about that. But we show is good for a lot of things. Uh, but yeah, but let so, me just say, like what just to ping what? off of what like you say, I was anxiety. just going to say, yeah. Pain relief, stuff like that. Definitely, because it gives you that effort. So I'm just like, no, real talk, like, no, for real, like, if you smoking weed and you doing eight, nine blunts a day, like, you really need to get your life. But you got to think, too, that go back to social media, because y'all you see is cats on social media That's nowadays. They want to sit there with their little blunt, with their own live and but shit. Bro, <sighs> get your life. Loud. What you I'm doing, dog? Loud today. What you, yeah, what you doing, dog, man? I'm blowing them loud today, dog. If I talk <laughs> to you to get, every like, time why, why you smoking weed, yeah. come on, yeah, you like, you need to really be doing something else with your life. Like, but especially real. if you sitting around by yourself smoking weed yeah, on Instagram or Facebook live. Yeah. Why are you doing that? You doing too why much. Why? I just don't get that, dog. Why are you fucking doing that? Right. It's fucking social media, dog. I get right. it. You, but that's what we're talking about. People right. are so addicted to the likes and right. um, it's a the, vice. They're it's vice. A, it's, it's also a vice. It's a vice. It's a vice. They say they say they do say yeah. that people. There's been Jesus. studies that people who are addicted to social media exhibit the same traits of people who are addicted to like cocaine mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. You exhibit the same traits towards that form of media. Um, and in the UK, there is actually a a medical diagnosis of social media addiction. You can actually go to the doctor for that. It's not it's not here in the United States yet. They haven't really made it an official thing. I agree. But in the UK, you you can be officially diagnosed as addicted to social media. They definitely media needed to bring that here in the US because so, these people I know are addicted to it. Yeah. So you, you get so you yeah. get those people who Shit. are completely yeah. addicted to social media. They are addicted yeah. to like and that is a mental them. disorder, man. Yeah. And it's Addiction and it's something that's so yeah. new that we all don't really it's finally really starting to be studied. It's finally starting to be brought to the forefront. You finally starting to see people who are actually losing their fucking lives. Man, I be watching shit, reading the news. I read so much news. So it's kept motherfuckers on that died trying to take selfies at the Grand Canyon because yeah, they're trying to get pics that. and you fall off the edge because you just want that feet. spectacular shot so you can get all these likes. You fucking idiot. Dead. Now you fucking You dead. fucking idiot. I'm gonna spectacularly fall I'm, off this mountain. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. people that do stuff like Great that. Selfie. Yo, It's a dude. <laughs> I, I saw one cat for social media. He used to do pranks and shit. This motherfucker put his head inside a microwave and they filled it up with like concrete or something like that. And it was, and, but he had a bag over his face. So, cause he thought if he put a bag over his face, the concrete won't go to his face and he'll hell? be able to breathe. This motherfucker gets to suffocating. They, while they recording this shit, got a call 911. They come to break this nigga head out the motherfucking microwave. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't mean to. <laughs> I do. Tell me, well, yo. I do. Listen, I'm sorry, I do. you have to have a real 
fucking social media addiction, no. mental problem yeah, to do, do some do. shit like that. Shit like that. You're right. Those are just right. some out, more outlandish <laughs> examples, uh, but I'm sure we've all seen social media where we'll people do shit. You be like, dog, this motherfucker got no, a motherfucking problem, stupid. B. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, stupid. on a small study of worrisome results, like, one study out of the University of Pittsburgh, for example, found a correlation between time spent scrolling through social media apps and negative body image feedback. Those who had spent more time oh, on shit. social media had 2.2 times the risk of reporting eating and body image concerns compared to oh, their peers who bad. spent oh, less yeah. time Yo, on social media. One, especially for women. The participants who spent the most time on social media had yeah. 2.6 times the risk. Shout out to PSY.com. Man, with women, yo, that is really women. I dated a woman who had body issues and all that stuff. And, man, if she would have been on social media, oh, my goodness. It would have been even worse. Yeah, media is big for women on that Do you believe having fake friends on social media also correlates to actually the way that people might have mental disorders? for their approval and inclusion. Okay, And when you don't get it, that's what leads to... You doing more and more outlandish yep. things, more and more things to gain attention. That's a fucking mental disorder. Man. Social social media. Media. No, man, that's yeah. just you being you. you. That's just you being you. What if you've been thirsty all your life with friends and that's all you knew? But listen. That are you being are you being are you being wrong? Okay, yes, first of are. all, it's a mental disorder that you want a validation from a bunch of thousands of people that don't even know. The fact that the fact that half of these rappers need validation from these thoughts. Yeah. I you just got that not an issue? about this the other day. I said, yeah, social media. We live in a day and age right now. It's social media is dangerous, and I'm gonna tell you why. Hell yeah, it is. Because you have sick people who go on social media and they, they spread therapy, their dog. sick idea. Yeah, and then there are other sick people who validate yep. that idea. idea. Yep. So now that idea doesn't seem so bad yeah, because there's somebody else yep. who thinks the same yep. thing. Social yep. media even though, helps even you. Even on the grander scheme of things, it's only three yeah. percent of y'all that think like that. Yep. You have found that three percent. Yep. And now the now you clinked up with them. Yep. So now y'all all think y'all normal. Yeah. yeah. So now we all about to jump off the motherfucking bridge because now that we <laughs> yeah, all think that's a good idea to do. because we all think that. Even though that ninety seven percent of the other people telling y'all I don't yeah, do that shit, that's not right. Right. Do you not, not see cool, so guys? But like, no, but everybody else says this is it's good. good. Yeah. Right. So we're only gonna listen to the people that think like us, even though we're all sick. So right. in conclusion, so inclusion is one hell of a drug. So it therefore, is, right? so yeah. therefore, would y'all second that yeah. social media gives you the opportunity that to have if inclusion. you do, if you to do have, have a disorder of some sort. You can find a coalition, in a sense, of people that will rock with but you. But listen, that's one of a good, the good parts of social media that and you form can use. A cult. And you might be able to find some support yeah, and form groups. a cult and drink no, no. the Kool Aid in that motherfucker. No, yeah. but you might be able to you find. You might be able to find some support groups. I bet you. I'm sure it's a lot of oh, great, great support, support groups, groups, like on Facebook. People can actually talk to each other. I not so much Instagram. I'm probably sure not so much, but at least Facebook because you can do groups and people can message each other. And I'm sure it's a lot of dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, groups out here, out there like that, where people can actually find positive support. And, and shout that's out to difference. That's great. That's positive great. support. Yeah. You know, on social media. You shout out to Halo One for bullshit. doing the segue, low key. Because honestly, the next topic was going to be talk. talking about <laughs> the lack Man. of resources. Honestly, no, so yeah. lack of resources and knowledge, knowledge of insurance as well yeah. as uh, the options. And indeed, Halo. Yeah. Yes, the internet is a great. It's a source great tool and a great for source for what. 
free resources, free resources. if it true. need. It's a lot of free resources. It is a lot of free resources. Now, here's another benefit. Um, speaking from experience, I hit the point of one time, honestly, while at work, I just couldn't take it no more. Everything crumbled down. This is before I had the medication and everything where I had to reach out. Honestly, if you speak up at work, there's an opportunity for you to actually form a chain of communication that one that the human resources will develop with you to make sure they'll check up on you as well as giving right. you guidance to get help. Free most, help most to larger help that way with your insurance. Like that. Most larger corporations have stuff like that, most definitely. Yeah. I was just going to say, even and a lot of them it, even have anonymous stuff right. that you can do um, to, you know, if you have, I know my job, man, they got anonymous lines that you can sure. call and they have stuff that you, you know yep. you could be going I through your a, I you could be going through like your mama just died dog you can call an 800 line yep. and they'll put you on with somebody that'll talk you through some and shit and man they will you know really I mean? talk to you and yeah, they will really real. talk yeah. to you like they did your homie like they knew you for a while they yeah. might ask you some questions to get understanding of what's going on but yo they will really sit That's there yeah. and talk to you yeah. and really have you feeling like yo Right. Homie really understands what, what they're designed to specific, you know, specifically do. Yeah. And then in speaking of job and work and everything, it just to go beyond it, like you do have your insurance. A lot of times <clears throat> people don't realize that they do have that option um, within their insurance. Yeah, yeah, within the insurance to get like, you know, mental, um, health. mental health care, you know, and things like that. That's it, that is a part of the insurance pack. I mean, you're paying for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, they really And honestly, a lot of yeah. insurance plans, depending on what you actually are receiving with your job, you actually might get free mental health yep. um, coverage or in you, that. You make an appointment, pay your copay, $20. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. But I will say this, it yeah. also goes back to the stigma of it. Yeah. However, you have insurance, people still have a stigma, stigma about man, man going, the hell up and going, just go get the damn help. Period. There is, yeah. there is absolutely even when you have insurance, there is absolutely nothing wrong. But getting, getting help. professional Absolutely help. Not. If I right. break my leg, I'm not well, gonna go a... see my guy Craig yeah, yeah, down yeah. the goddamn block right. and have him sew me up with three toothpicks and a goddamn uh, pour, uh, a, pour, a, pour a half a bottle uh, of Jack Daniels over you, that shit, right, dog. Right, right, you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, no. Dude so, so you, so, so, do take that same mentality with your mind. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go see a professional. And another thing too, I wanted to touch base on real quick while we talking about resources is you know another traumatic experience that we actually tend to that we actually tend to look past and ignore is uh, infidelity. Hmm. There's, yeah. there's studies right now that shows mm. that infidelity actually causes PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress infidelity, uh, post PTSD, excuse me, which is post-traumatic infidelity disorder. Yeah. And so, it's, just it's, out here, just you, gotta so be out here doing People like, oh yeah, man, got my side chick, got my this, got my that, but they, the, the studies are showing wow. now that, 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 that being cheated on and being betrayed like that and being hurt like that on an emotional level, it literally gives oh, you wow. that, that's the okay, same then. symptoms. And so that's something that most wow. people you see, they have but to go see But you know what they call it, man? You Sow your royal oats. So your royal goddamn. Well, that's what Cash would say, like you know, or whatever. Like say, like Cash would. Listen, let me tell you yeah. one saying, man. That me, my guys always have. It might not be cool for everybody else, but you know how you get over old pussy, you get new some pussy. new pussy, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And that goes to that same do thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what or do you just so, smash it? And now you, 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 and then you, you ain't even dealt it. with it. And it's it's, it's, it's an old saying. It's an old saying. Hurt people hurt other people. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got a her disorder if you ain't. <laughs> no, I'm saying you got a disorder if you ain't eating it. <laughs> Tripping. Sorry, side note. Side note. But, sure. but that's yeah. another episode. Yeah. I, like, I like to guest appear on that episode. Right. 
if you can have me back, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> you will be back, Beyond Theory. <laughs> Thank you very we much. We would love sir. to have your theory on how to eat the pussy. Fantastic. <laughs> right. Fantastic. There's a method I tend to use, and it works just fine. Right, just fine for me. Hey. <laughs> you know what? I'll pull it out the black book. I might not have used it in a little while. I'm a pastor, knowledge on. You are a great, great man. Right. We'll show you how to properly swan dive. Doing my part for mankind. That's all. Let's get let's get back to get back to the topic. Let's really back that shows that we all have a disorder here. By the way, that's attention deficit disorder. We just ain't shit. That's all. We just ain't shit. We got Hell, y'all niggas segue right from that to talking about diving in some pussy. You said it. No, I did not. Nigga, blame the host. That's right. Blame me. When I edit this, I'm gonna play. You know what? I want y'all to chop it out. I'm gonna chop it out and I'm gonna throw it right. No matter of fact. No, tell right them to press play from the beginning. Wait a minute, no. And you know Pharaoh is my, my peer pressure. Yep. And you so add it all. Say, and then like, you add it yes. all. Y'all were high-fiving. They're cracking up. Me and Chris are talking about, yeah, man, because this is your... They like, yeah, man. How you feel about this? Eat it. That's a disorder, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Oh. I'll speak on more of the insurance thing because I've always had a job in corporate America and I've always had health insurance because I've had a child since I was young. And mm-hmm. to me, that was the most important thing. I need some fucking health insurance right. for my goddamn child, yo. Right. And that's, you know, so. But and looking into uh, the insurance part of it, I've always been. Um, very knowledgeable of my insurance plans. I go through mm-hmm. all of it every year. Yep. What am I getting? How much is it going up? What's going down? What is covered? What's not covered? Because that shit changed all the fucking it time. Does. But the one thing that don't change from mo- the jobs that I've had that had insurance is if I wanted to go see a marriage counselor, I could find one, pay $40 copay. Bada bang. Bada yep. bang, bada boom. Absolutely. That's all I got to do. If I needed some, if I had a drug addiction, any any of that. Absolutely. You know, I pay my copay and I'm good. Check your reason. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and so check your shit, B. Like yeah. if you Yo, actually you have need a to job. go check the you need to go to the doctor and double check up on your flex game. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and if you listen, and if you know, and yeah. if, so say you do go, right? And you say, so I just give Cass a tip, like you say your flex account, if you have a flex account, right? Yeah. So say you go and you say the doctor says, you know, you have uh you bipolar, right? You may say so you need some individual sessions like you was talking about, Jamal. Mm-hmm. And you say, Okay, next year I wanna do two sessions a month, just in you know, or one session a week, yeah. right, for the rest of the year. That's fifty two weeks. Right. And my copay is forty dollars. Multiply that times fifty-two. So when I have time to sign up for insurance, I'm gonna put that in my flex account. So I know now I have that money. Now yeah. I have that yeah. assurance that I can and go that, to my therapy. I can get to I can yeah. get to do the things. I can get some help that I need. And people need to understand that. So like when my daughter became eighteen and she got a job, she worked at my job as well. So she got the same insurance. I had to sit down and explain her mm-hmm. all the ins and outs of insurance because I handled all of that shit. Can, you know I, can, what I, mean? can I get a job at your job? Okay. You could if you want to. <laughs> yeah, shit, man, you know, I'm sure, like, like, I just this yeah, I was supposed to be getting in the sales, brother. Yeah, yeah, that didn't happen. But, <laughs> oh, let me. But no, we didn't lose yet. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. the insurance part of it is really, really big, man. But then I also get to the flip side of it of if you don't have no insurance. Like, yeah. that's where you get a lot of people who slip through the cracks. 
because they don't have any resources. Okay. Even though there are resources out there, there are a lot of free resources that's for people that's with you mental health. That Medicaid, but it's a lot of people. But it's a lot of people. That. It goes back to I always bring it back to the stigma of it and the shame of it. And people are ashamed to go get help. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Even though it's resources out here for people to get help. It may not be top-notch A1 like, say, me because I got health insurance. Yeah. But it might it might be enough to start you on that path Absolutely. of getting back right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it might be just a group therapy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That might be some free group therapy at your right. church down on the corner. I know religious cat, but churches do have a lot of resources. Yeah, they do. But they, so there's a lot of counselors. A lot of counselors from the like that, right? right. You know so like, Get take advantage of that shit. Yeah. So it, they might have a free night where it's just a you know a, mm-hmm. a resource clinic and everybody sit around and talk about their shit. And that might start you on the path of thinking of some other ways to get you to through your, through your day and how to tackle your mental illness. So right. it is a lot of resources out there for people who have and who have insurance and do don't have insurance you just have to be willing to go get it you got to be you got to shed that mm-hmm. shame you know what i'm saying you got to shed that loss of integrity you got to right. shed that loss of face to your people there's nothing you know wrong I mean? it ain't with nothing it. wrong right. with it be especially if Absolutely. you like i said especially if you have the resources in your, yeah, if you, you have the resources you in your back pocket right. you have no reason do that shit be straight and let up, me just put shit. throw one out there two one one is another number oh, that yeah. you can call whether you have insurance or not 211 dial that on your phone and whatever you know help that you need I don't care if it's a food pantry I don't care if it's mental health like whatever yeah. they have resources that they can get you in touch with 211 dial it on your phone so that's just Most what I want to throw out yeah, don't feel bad about getting help at all man because that's, that's that, that stigma that's attached to the mental yeah. health thing where you looked at as you viewed as weak you viewed as you can't handle it. You viewed as crazy. Yeah, right, yeah. Like, no, nah, man, what it is is, you know what I'm saying? You you, 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 you smart. Sick. You know what I'm saying? You, you smart. smart. You, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, mental what? illness is is just illness of the mind. Just right. like being sick is illness of the body. body. It's a virus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just different levels because we did, we exist on different level, uh, right. realms of existence and different levels of existence. We can get sick on different levels of existence. You can get physically sick, mentally sick. You can be spiritually sick. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you no, can really. actually you can actually yeah. take your disorder. Yeah. For example, like the one thing is being that I'm a hypermanic my hypermanic disorder, I have the tendency that to actually tackle big projects and get so focused on it that I can be highly productive on that particular project. Right. So that's why I just now engulf myself into projects that I love doing and just go ham because yeah. it's just like, yeah. dude, that's all I'm focused on. So I turn my what I it was looked at as a disorder. As a major positive, yeah, positive. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you turn that, that energy yeah. somewhere else. Shout out to um, actually May 2019, which is going to be Men- Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. yes, so major shout out to Mental Health Awareness Month in May 2019. Um, hey, but you know what? And I think October is World uh, Mental Health Day. I think in oh, excuse me, uh, okay. in October is like World Mental Health Month, okay. and then May is like. Um, Mental health awareness. Mental health awareness. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you know, that's that's just be aware, be aware of that stuff, y'all. Because this for real. Like, a lot yeah. of people, man, they looking for somebody that can understand. Absolutely. That can just understand what mm-hmm. they going through. And even yeah. if you can't completely empathize, sympathize with that person, man, because it's you know it's 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 a heavy burden. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. And yeah. check on your people. Like, even the strongest people be the weakest people. You know, what I'm saying mentally sometimes. So check on. Sometimes your people. they be hiding it. They be yeah, hiding it so like, much. And so if you one of those people mm-hmm. listening yeah. understand find somebody I don't, I don't necessarily find somebody because i already know that you know somebody that you, you just trust, you yeah. just sitting there and 
being numb nuts to actually want to actually speak up Shame and talk to him. Just yes. be just truthfully be like, yo, I need to holler at you. You right. know what I'm saying? We need and to have talk a real conversation. Him. For yo, real. Quit feeling I like you're alone. I need somebody to talk to you and I think you might be able to understand. Let's say the people you can you know trust. What I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, you know that really got that real, real love for you and that you can trust like don't be afraid to tell them like help like if you could trust them with everything with every uh, every other aspect of your life you should be able to trust them but that becomes so, like i said with the insurance yeah. stuff they people carry that personal part of it like okay maybe yeah. i don't want to talk to you about it and i'm shamed about I was just it. but say, people yeah. even carry that into the insurance situation when they go yeah. in and talk to a random doctor who's actually even licensed to talk to you people still have that shame of telling their story to someone oh but you don't, you don't need to be shameful about yeah. that you gotta open up you gotta I was just gonna say, but to. It, it, you would think that it would be a lot easier to talk to somebody that you don't know because they don't know you. Yeah. Per, still you know the, it saying? still comes like, down to the comfort level of comfort that person. Level. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. sometimes I mean, you run into the wrong therapist. I'm going to like be in the principal's office like, oh shit, this motherfucker looking at me like, I'm going to get a green <laughs> slip or a rock. All my life. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, you know what? True. I think I'm going to switch. I'm you know? Out. And don't feel bad if you do have to switch. Yeah. If you have to yeah. go yeah. to two yeah. or three counselors no, before you get the right one that you can open up with, that's fine. Absolutely. That's fine. You Do not be afraid of that. No, real. Because everybody ain't for everybody. And it's always that one body for somebody. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> so, in conclusion, do y'all do? do hmm, how can we approach this? In a sense, in conclusion, mental health awareness truly is something that across the nation. Do you guys believe that needs to be more top more? Because I remember one thing you asked in your your your. Uh, Political corner and Halo's corner, as politics as usual, um, was that what are some policies? I don't believe there's policies. I truly believe that there need to be more classes taught for government officials to be recognizing of those that are to be more understanding. Like today, like when I was on the road driving from Chicago to, I mean, from Milwaukee to Chicago back to Milwaukee, um, there was a situation where somebody was driving where I literally trailed them and drove in the middle of the interstate with my hazards on while this person was swerving back and forth. But they fell asleep or did something at the stoplight because they stopped so far back. I didn't want to get out the car and go check mm-hmm. on them. Right. And I thought about it like, as a police officer, what would I do in this case? Yeah. Would I put my hand on my pistol or would I put my hand on my taser first? Yeah. You get what I'm saying yeah, when yeah. I'm approaching it? So right. I'm being understanding I, of those type of situations. Come from policies, right? You can write those policies into hiring practices. I was just going to say, yeah, they have Policies to are passed that, that uh, funnel money to certain sure. organizations yeah. and certain, yeah. and certain um, initiatives that people want to put across as far as mental health mm-hmm. all that stuff can happen but we put our money into other things absolutely so. we need to so we definitely need to create more opportunities and for another topic uh those in the authority <laughs> powers of authority to actually be able to that. get training mm-hmm. and understanding on those individuals that might actually have those signs and symptoms right out the gate to where you know that hey maybe i don't need to discharge my firearm maybe i just need to talk to them first they're not going to be of a threat Quit thinking that. I mean, that could be one policy right there that could kind of sort of alleviate um, some of the police violence against people with mental health is mandated training. Yeah, yeah, mandated most, training. Most, yearly, most, yearly or quarterly training. I would think something like quarterly, quarterly because most police departments don't have that. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. So, right. Quarterly I mean, training on how to recognize how people to recognize and, and how to like, interact with the yeah. public. Now your, now, your EMTs and stuff like that, they may have some type of 
you know, um, recognition of those signs and symptoms. But a police officer, most police officers don't. Yeah. Like, and, and this, it, it gets to like, right. like what's playing pool and security. And that could be a policy I, that you implement. And yeah. that po- right. those types of po- and when you implement those types of policies across the board, you know what I'm saying? And in uh, public service life, you implement those policies and private in the private sector. I think that all I of think that the, stuff. The, as far in the as schooling policy system, goes, yeah, the, especially as as in the schooling system, so you can be able to um, identify these things early yeah, on yeah, within yeah, the, with the child's yeah. and within the child's development stages, so you can kind of get a tackle on it, so they don't actually grow into a mental illness. Right, you know what I mean? Right. It becomes normalized within themselves, mm-hmm. so you can enact policies that will be start to um, analyze and. Um, diagnose children early on in school. We spend our money on all other kind of shit for right. skin in school. Why not have a men- one or two mental health professionals? Right. As, how about this? One or two mental health professionals at every school and every month they interview every student at least once. You know, I don't 30 even know minutes, if they have maybe guidance hour. counselors anymore sure. in school. I don't they, think do, they do, but things. it's not. But I'm saying like a specific person. Like, a specific yeah, 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 person that is, uh, right, that, is that. That, uh, that is a depth <laughs> in <laughs> a specific <laughs> person that's a depth in adolescence mental disorder. Mental health. And that person interviews every Every student in that school once a month and even for the school that, year. Even and then the that person will be able to identify some things that might be going on and that might be affecting their education. Even at in the, the workplace, that will be workplace. Good. Even in the workplace, because when yeah. you look oh, at it, like most jobs, they'll have something like a life works or a crisis yeah. line somewhere where you can call that. But, you know, you looking at, you know, you spending the majority, just like you said earlier, you know, mm-hmm. the kids are spending more time in school than they are. Yeah. Yeah. You spending more time at, at work, work than you are with them. That's fair. And yeah. so when you, you know what I'm saying, even as far as policy goes, you know, shit, look at look how they doing over there in Europe, them four-day work weeks. Man, they be doing right. all that good stuff. And you don't see mental health on the you don't see you don't see drug addiction okay. like that no, over there no, a, lot of it you know, yeah. a lot of that stuff that we dealing with here they not dealing with yep. because they have been they have been progressive right. with the the traditional function of things mm-hmm. and the foundation of how they they're supposed shit. to go they change they like yo man and they got it to where when the um wife is pregnant you actually get that time off with the wife with the wife right instead of the dudes get like five yeah. days you get like three or four days like, no well, our, so i'll give you an example <laughs> my job we got bought out by Merck, the German company Merck. Mm-hmm. And since they're a European company, they're family owned. Uh, 75% of the company is still fa- uh, family owned. As soon as we got bought out, they upped the maternity leave. Mm. We got more vacation. Mm. Um, we started getting uh, more bonuses, mm. fucking bonus things. We get uh, more input into, we get more uh, lump sums into our 401k. All that shit, and they buy, and, and they're from overseas, right? It's European, overseas, Merck, European, Germany. Yeah, it's a European yeah, company. See what I'm saying? So Bingo. They come right in and like, okay, we go euros. I think, I think now women get women and men get five weeks maternity leave. Ooh, I'm about to have another baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so that was something. That I think I don't even have one with. No, they I'm actually do. No, they we do. working on no, it. No, I think our job pays. Uh, <laughs> our our job, I think, pays 100 percent disability at this point in time now. So, like, even if you got a mental disorder, if you can't work, you still get your full check, B. Yeah, that's right. some European shit, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we yeah. didn't have that. That's that European state not, of mind. We did not. Not the New York. Not the Milwaukee. Not, we, that's <laughs> the European state of I mind. I mean, maybe some other American companies do have that. But when, yeah. before we were bought out by a European company, we didn't have that type of stuff within our health insurance and stuff like that's that. That's beautiful, so, man. But those are policies that are enacted yeah, in that country. And those policies are normal in that country. And you, you know see what the I mean? direct correlation yeah. with how they are having less mental health issues because yeah. there's less stress. Less stress. Less strain. Less yep. Uh, situations that are causing that type of, of additional yep. trauma on them, man. So, you know, four days, where we? So, 40 hours and four days. 
I don't know. I've never done that in specific ways no, or I how think they, they implement I think they do, that. They do like, I don't know. Do, I honestly think they do like four-day weeks. Some of them do three-day work weeks. And then they only do, you know what I'm saying, full-time over there in some of them countries is considered 30 hours. Yeah. 30 hours is full-time for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some of them countries is doing 25, 30 I, hours. And I said I want to so, move over there. Hey, I got a yeah, feeling mm-hmm. when I die, I'm coming back anyway, so... I'm Bill Season's time. Yeah. But I'm hey. a, hopefully I have the same consciousness. I just realized I just got to level up when I get to that to my age of teenage. I'm like, all right, trying to turn the hustle game on. Fuck right. everybody up. <laughs> <laughs> make them realize I'm ahead of my time. Right. Hey, but without any further ado, Don't I want to say again, shout out to Dion Theory. Yes, sir. Pleasure to be here, man. Pleasure. Hey. Man, appreciate pleasure. you for having on the show. Love. Man, I'm still rocking these shades like it's yesterday. Right. Um, yeah. You look but, good, though. I appreciate it. Not a Thank bad you. look at all. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of dope. I'm, uh, they might slide off the table. And... <laughs> it's a pocket for a minute, right? Right. <laughs> but we also want to thank you guys for actually tuning in to another episode of the Upper Level Podcast. We also want to thank you to those who are following us on Instagram. We're going to get back active. I finally cracked the code with Halo. Right, man. I don't know right. what the heck happened. Right, he had it all this time. He had it all this time. <laughs> Google. I got a problem with you, and the fact that my homie, shout out to my homie DMT Isaac, Isaac you just got scooped up by Google. Congratulations! That's I got up. a bone to pick with y'all for not giving me my information to restart my <laughs> password two weeks ago when I made the request. So you held back business and production for another two weeks because I couldn't log in. Because everybody was looking at it like, what the heck's going on with but your social not? media? Yeah. <gasps> What's up with the IG? Right. Did you guys stop recording? <laughs> When's the next podcast? Basically. I got questions. Can I get on there? Give me a topic. I'll make one for you. <laughs> you want me to give you a topic for you? You to make one for me. Okay, got you. But thank y'all for tuning into another episode. It's been great hanging out with you. Until another day, another time period. Peace and blessings. Much love. Peace. Up a little podcast. Yeah. Thank you for following. Thank you for tuning in. Yay! You locked in. Perfect. Oh my god.